Welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys Live. It is episode 109. And Tom, it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. I hope you enjoyed uh, the preview for Supercard of Honor and Stand and Deliver. But as we said, as we signed off on yesterday's episode, it's the granddaddy of them all, baby. It is. Or the grand biggest thing stage. I don't know. I feel like I fumbled all over the end of that last episode. But uh, it is. It's the granddaddy of all. It's the grandest stage of them all, as they say. Um, it's the thing that makes us all point at a sign and not the W um, flag flying behind me for my cubbies. Uh, but it does start with a W. I, if I had a WrestleMania sign, I would have put it behind me, but I don't. So, La La Land. La La Land. Yes, L.A. Um, I gotta say, I've I've liked it. I'm glad they did the the trail movie trailer thing again. I don't think they've been nearly as good um, as the first time they did them back. You know, whatever year that was, a showcase of the immortals, and that says, "Yep, there's another another good tagline for WrestleMania." Um, so yeah, I'm glad they did those trailers. I just don't think they've been nearly as funny. Um, as the ones, but Tom, we have 13 matches thus far announced. Uh, we are recording this uh, on Monday evening. Uh, Raw is currently happening, so if anything gets added, we're probably not going to be picking it at this point unless Tom says breaking news. We got to pick this gym, and something happens. Tom's kind of watching it off to the side. I don't have it on. I should have flipped it on on the TV. Uh, that's directly to my right, but uh, I didn't. So that was silly. Not, not, nothing amazing has happened thus far. It's been your standard, you know, hyping the matches and some video packages. This is the the record WrestleMania Raw. Like they have do have like the whole like, you know, the logo, the WrestleMania Raw. Like so, like you know, it is a special Raw. I mean, aren't they all special? Come on, aren't they all? That's right. Well, we are going to make our head-to-head picks uh, for WrestleMania, and uh, I'm going to get the first pick since Tom made the first pick at the last match of the NXT show, which again, uh, if you listen to the podcast version, that released yesterday on Thursday, this released on Friday. If you're watching this on YouTube, they've been up since we recorded it live, or perhaps you're even watching it live. Uh, I know we have at least one fan watching live, uh, which is Net, as we know. So Net, shout out to you. Uh, and I know you're excited for WrestleMania to come to your hometown in your area. Uh, I don't know if it's your hometown, but at least your area uh, in Philly uh, next year. So that'll be fun for you. Uh, Kind of thinking they're never going to bring WrestleMania to Nebraska, but that's just me. Uh, SummerSlam coming to Tom's uh, neck of the woods, though, just a few hours away in Detroit. Uh, you still planning on trying to get to SummerSlam, Tom? If all goes according to plan, it's two nice. weeks after the wedding, so we'll see if I have any pennies left that I can rub together to get in the door. Yeah, there's the, <laughs> the dollar dance will now be done for Tom's trip to SummerSlam. <laughs> come dance, come dance with the father of the bride. <laughs> Send Tom to SummerSlam. <laughs> oh, brother. Um, uh, that reminds me, I had a question to ask you that I'll try to remember to ask you off air because it has nothing to do with here. We can squirrel down another rabbit hole, and, and I'll try not to do that to That's us. That's what we do. I know, I know. I, I want to learn more about the VIP meet and greet at Warrior Shows, but anyways. Yeah. Um, all right, WrestleMania. Vikingo, not on WrestleMania. Maybe someday, though. That'd be pretty cool. Let's talk about the U.S. title match, though, that is going to open WrestleMania weekend, they announced uh, last week. Uh, so the first match of Saturday night will be the U.S. title match. Austin Theory defends against John Cena. Uh, this should be really fun. Uh, John Cena knows how to do the big match thing. 
uh, theory has really come into its own, I feel like, uh, over the last year or so. And this just feels kind of big. Um, and WrestleMania feels big this year, which I love. Um, I said back when Triple H took over, I wanted to see how he built WrestleMania. Do I love everything he's doing? Of course not. Um, but man, I'm more excited about WrestleMania this year than I have been in quite some time. Um, probably actually in the last nine years, probably since WrestleMania 30, the whole Daniel Bryan story. I don't know since then if I've been as excited for Mania uh, as I am this year. So I don't know. Pretty cool. Um, Theory, Cena. Here's my thing. John Cena, when he came back and told Austin Theory first, no, that he wasn't going to give him the match. He said, because you're going to have to come out on the crowd to the crowd after I beat you on Monday and I'm not going to be there. That was a weird thing to say, John. Because if you're the U.S. champion, maybe you ought to show up to work. <laughs> but um, I just, I don't, one of two things happens here. If Cena wins, I think he loses it on Monday night in some sort of an open challenge gimmick. Uh, if Theory wins, I think there's still a chance he could lose it on Monday night in some sort of open challenge gimmick. Uh, Sean Rassap has said for a while now that his desire, what he'd like to see, um, is if Jay White is coming into WWE, him coming in and beating either Theory or Cena, although Cena would be better, um, to win the U.S. title on Monday night would be a huge Raw after Mania type moment and a great way to debut him. I love that idea. He has not said at all that that's happening or that they expect that to happen or even that Jay White is signed with WWE. So who knows? We don't know. I love that story, though. I love that that would be a big, big way to debut uh, Jay White either way, whether it's Theory or Cena. I... I just think there's more in Austin Theory winning than there is in John Cena. So I'm going to go Theory and probably be dead wrong. Yeah, this is a tough one. And I know yeah. why you started it because, you know, that's the, it, this is the match kicking off WrestleMania. So, like, if you're, if you, if you're ever like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I can just join WrestleMania later on or I watch on a man. This is they're saying, hey, you really need to be ready to go at eight o'clock on Saturday night, uh, and, and you don't want to be a late arriver to the stadium, right? It's the way you laid things out, it's like all the things that get in your head when you go to like think about what could happen, right? If John Cena does lose here. Is this the end of his story? I, I was thinking a lot about John Cena in this space and around this match, and like his story has been similar to The Rock and different from The Rock in that like he's transitioned almost fully to Hollywood, and he's never really had like a fond WWE farewell. Does he have to have that? I think so, but will he have that? Who knows? If Austin Theory then also loses here. Where does he go next? You know, does he like? Is he, he? He's young enough. He's he's Teflon enough, in my opinion, where he could easily be the person that challenges the winner of Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, and not having the U.S. title to, I don't say prevent him, but to not allow him to get there, um, seems like a logical move. I think John Cena is very much pro, like the next generation right. and that's why i think austin theory wins here but i will not be surprised if like you said cena wins and then cena quickly loses the title to put someone else over on monday 
Uh, Annette's prediction was Theory wins and loses it to Breaker on Monday, which I think is a, a very real possibility as well. Um, if Jay White isn't coming in, or if they're going to do something else with Jay White if he is coming in, um, Breaker would that'd be a big way to debut Breaker on the main roster. So I, I like that idea, Annette. I like that a lot. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick in the showcase tag team match because we don't want to put the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on WrestleMania, so we do a weird showcase tag team match that I believe is for absolutely nothing other than a win. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy versus Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. It's it's to get a showcase on WrestleMania, Jim. Come on. What does that even mean, really? What, what, what is it? I mean, not everybody gets to be on WrestleMania, hence the Andre the Giant Battle Royal being on SmackDown. You know, with Bobby, people in that battle royal, according to the graphics, Bobby Lashley is not on WrestleMania uh, yet. Braun Strowman is. Yeah. Otis. Yeah. Otis is or Otis, Otis whatever he is now, whoever he is. I'm okay with Otis being on there. I like Otis. Yeah, it's it's all good. Nothing against that. So I, I missed the graphic uh, as we were making that last pick. They are having the last women's qualifying match. So it does appear there will be two Raw teams, two SmackDown teams in this match and in the in the other match. Spoiler, there's a women's showcase match as well. This should be fun. The, the minute I saw this get added, it made me instantly think of like NXT vibes. Uh, there was, I forget the show, I think it was like a Northeast show where there was like a four-way tag match or a three-way tag match or a gauntlet or something where they had Street Profits. They had, I think, um, were they the Viking Raiders in NXT? They were the War Raiders. War Raiders, thank you, yes. Okay, I was going to call them War Machine, and I felt that was totally wrong. Um, And then a bunch of other teams. That was a lot of fun. I think this is the exact same thing. Uh. I kind of wish Ricochet had a different tag team partner. I kind of I don't know why they do what they've done. No, I'm sorry. I, t- I really I totally wish that he did. Um, and then this would be a whole different ball of wax for me. Being the way it is, it's still really super solid. So the question is: Does this match winner automatically get the shot at the winning team of the unified tag title match? I say yes. That would make sense if they would say it. Sometimes you just have to make inferences, Jim, in life, okay? Uh, I'm going to yeah, go with the Viking Raiders to be the winners here. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, so I was just scrolling Twitter to see what that um, that – Qualifying matches. I see that it's Chelsea and Sonia on one side. I didn't see who the other side of it is. Um, curious what's up with Carmella. They, the, Sean Rassap said nobody's really saying anything. So I, that was, I kind of liked Carmella and Chelsea's a team. Sonia works too. Um, I've seen a few things on Twitter. Denise Alcedo and some others said uh, they should call Sonia and Chelsea the complaint department. That's pretty funny. I like that. Um, you got to think they're the ones getting any, no matter who they're facing. That just makes sense to me, Chelsea. Chelsea deserves a spot in WrestleMania. Um, but we'll talk about the women's tag match in a minute. So this is the Viking Raiders. This is their WrestleMania debut. Uh, the rest of these men have all been on WrestleMania at some point, I believe. Uh, I might have to double-check that on Ricochet, but I, I'm pretty sure he had a match somewhere. I think he was in one of the Intercontinental or um, U.S. title ladder scrums. Um, 
Research. It's what you come to Spot Monkeys for. I actually have the WrestleMania all-time <laughs> records pulled up, um, and I have some notes that I actually put together for this show, um, which is how I know that it's the Viking Raiders debut. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish Ricochet was tag team with anybody because uh, anybody else, because Braun Strowman just... <sighs> there was a time... Like when he was doing the thing with Roman Reigns and he was flipping cars and he was flipping sets and stuff, like that was kind of cool. And then I he left and he, you know, I don't know, and done a lot for me in his return. And granted, some of that's on booking. They haven't booked him in a way to make him a monster again. Um, but if you were once tag team champions with a 10-year-old boy, it's hard for me to, you know, come back to believing you're the monster among men. Uh Chad Gable, I think, has been a star for a while. Um, I'd love to see them let him be a little more serious and not quite so goofy um, because the dude can absolutely just go in the ring. Um, so I, I think that um, I like the Chad Gable's on here, Otis. Um, I, I think it's the Street Profits. Uh, it, it's it's kind of the chalky pick to pick the Profits. Um, I kind of hope you're right, to be honest, other than the fact that it would mean I lose a point, Tom, because I've been a huge fan of the Viking Raiders since they were the war, war machine in Ring of Honor and New Japan and everywhere else. Um, and I feel like they've just never quite gotten it right with Viking Raiders. I feel like they have been better lately, so I would love to see them get a showcase here, no pun intended, um, and get the win. Profits are breaking up, Jim. Sad but true. I think, it, I think it's coming. Yeah, I do think that's coming. Um, all right, the women's showcase tag team match Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and uh, versus somebody to be determined tonight, perhaps Chelsea and Sonya or somebody else. Uh, I gotta be honest, whoever wins that match doesn't matter, they win in this one anyway. So, um, yeah, so this is crazy because I was certain in my head that we were getting Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler challenging for the, N or the NXT, the WWE women's tag team titles at WrestleMania. And maybe we still do. Maybe this happens on night one, and the winner comes out here and goes, "Well, dang, we proved ourselves. Give us the shot." And then this this the six woman match happens on night one too. So then, by nature, we just roll into night two. I mean, we're talking thirteen matches announced currently over two nights. There's no way that we're only going to get thirteen matches across two nights. That's six and seven if you split it, or five and eight. Yeah. No way. I think there's at least one to two more that come. Come along. I, I think there's something with Bobby Lashley that could. I, Lashley's got to do something at WrestleMania. Whether the Battle Royal helps set that up or, you know, it, it seems like it's not going to be Bray. And that's, I, I get well soon, Bray, whatever is going on. Um, you know, whatever you feel about Bray as a human being, let's hope he gets better. Um, I, I would have loved to have seen it, but whatever. It, it is what it is. Um, I think LA Knight could have something. And I suppose you could do something with the two of those guys. Um, but I think LA Knight's got to have something here on Mania, whether it's a match or an angle or a beatdown or something. Um, yeah. Anyways, that has nothing to do with the showcase tag match. Um, but and I, I was able to jump right into my pick, and I realized it's your pick. So I'm glad that I stopped talking so you could talk. <laughs> um, and I, I think there's a chance, too, that this happens on night one, and then they get that tag title shot. They challenge uh, Becky and Lita. In fact, I kind of expect it, which is why I dropped Lita um, in – in our fantasy wrestling league, there it is. First counter on this episode uh, for fantasy wrestling league talk. Dang um, I I got the title win, and now I dumped her because I think she's gonna lose him pretty quick. Um, showcase the I, I I think Rousey and Shayna win this match. I just don't 
I would love Raquel and Liv to get a little better push because I, I'm a big Raquel fan and I like Liv a lot. Um, Natalia and Shotzi are there because they needed four teams. I don't know. And they weren't doing a battle royal. Um, yeah, I, I think it's got to be Rousey and Shayna. That, that's really the only thing that makes any sense in this match. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that they're destined to win the tag titles too, wherever, however, whether that's the next night at WrestleMania uh, or or Raw or even SmackDown. I do love the team of Raquel and Liv, without question. I think that'd be a great alternative pick here. But I think that this is the perfect use of Ronda and Shayna to be a BA tag team and have them have the titles for six months until SummerSlam. Yeah, I... I... I think them winning them on Raw could very well happen, too. It might not happen at night two of Mania, but I think it's coming. Tom, you get the first pick of the first father-son match, at least in some time, if ever, at WrestleMania? Question mark. Um, I didn't uh, write down that that note. Uh, but Rey Mysterio finally grew a set, punched his kid in the face on Friday night, <laughs> who needed it, and he's wrestling Dominic. At Mania, you got to think he's excited for that. This is going to be super cool, and I've loved the storyline, and I've loved the build. Like that's really one of the bright spots for a lot of the WrestleMania matches. Not every single one has it, and it doesn't need to. But there's a lot of good, like long-term storytelling going on. This is a great example of that. In any other time, I would probably pick Dominic Mysterio because I would think that Ray would want to give his son the boost. Rey Mysterio is going into the WWE Hall of Fame this weekend, and because of that, I don't see him losing unless they really want to turn up the volume on Dominic and really stick it to Rey, which, again, from a storyline standpoint, that would do all of those things. But I also see Rey going, that's my son, and he's got a great future. So I'm not talking myself out of my pick. I'm going to go Rey Mysterio because I believe that's the WrestleMania moment to be had. But if we come back on our next episode 110 and talk about our WrestleMania fallout thoughts and we go, yeah, remember we talked about Dominic, Tom. Well, should have listened to your gut. It's not my gut. My gut is Ray, but I do. I could easily see the story going that Dominic comes out. The reason I don't want Dominic to win this match, aside from the fact that it's Dominic, is I'm ready for this to be the end of this. And them to end up on maybe separate brands and kind of just move on from this story. It's been a good story. It's been going on since September. Um, you and I in September said there's no way they're going to hold off on this until WrestleMania. Here we are. They did. Kudos, WWE. Um, I, I do like that Dominic, you know, told his mother, like, was completely disrespectful to his mother. And that was the moment. And Ray saying, that's my wife. Um, so I, you know, as a married man, like I understand that feeling of, uh, you know, you, you don't disrespect my wife. You don't disrespect your mother. I, I don't have kids, but I imagine if, uh, one of your children got in your wife's face and, and yelled, shut up, you know, I don't think you'd go and punch him in the face, but, um, you know, you would probably make it very clear that that was not acceptable behavior and was not going to be happening. Um, in the pro wrestling world, that includes punching him in the mouth, uh, which, which don't get me wrong. Dominic had that coming from, from like a mile away. Right. Like, and he wanted it. 
And then he got it. I liked it. I liked Dominic's reaction because he had the look like, oh crap, now I did it. Like I finally pushed too far and now I got to face him. I've been talking my game and now I got to face him. Yeah, Ray's got to win this match. Um, he's got to. Please, please. Side, side note, if you haven't had a chance, because I don't know when we'll have another opportunity to, um, I think, I don't know if it was in the last week, day, three days, whatever, the, the WWE 24 for WrestleMania 38 came out on Peacock. Definitely, oh, yes. definitely worth watching. I watched that this afternoon. Didn't watch it with my full attention. Was working while I had it on the background. But as always, those are just great. So give that, give that a look. Uh, this match made me think of it because... Ray Mysterio, you know, talks about how he and Dominic, as they teamed against the Miz and Logan Paul, their gear was an homage to to Love Machine Art Bar. So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I am hoping to. That might be a Friday during the day. Catch that while I'm also catching up on Bloodsport and the WrestleCon Super Show. We'll see. I got I got to find an hour or so. It's about an hour, probably. Uh, there's, there's ads in it. So yeah, I, I, again, time was, I wasn't paying attention to time. <laughs> um, no, I do want to check that out. Cause they're, they're 24s and they're 365s and those documentaries that WWE does. There's not many people to do them better. They, they do a really, really nice job. Uh, the intercontinental title match. Yep. This is going to be big BB dude smacking the holy out of each other. Gunther defends against Sheamus and Drew. Um, I'm just going to call it right here. The fans are the winner in this match because this should be awesome. Uh, this is Gunther's WrestleMania debut. Uh, a big, big match for him. Obviously, Sheamus and Drew have been in main events at WrestleMania. Uh, Sheamus lost the world title in like eight seconds. Um, or no, he won the title in eight seconds. Excuse me. I said that wrong. Uh, he won the title in like eight seconds against Daniel Bryan the one year. Um, I knew as I said that it didn't sound right. Um, Drew obviously beat Brock at the... Uh, Worst attended WrestleMania ever. Um, haha, nudge, nudge. Um, but Gunther, Gunther is the man right now. Gunther is, he is primed. If I, I think there's a very good chance Gunther wins Money in the Bank this year because it's in the UK, and I think that would be really cool. I think there's a very good chance Gunther wins King of the Ring. I think there's a very good chance Gunther wins the world title by the end of the year. This is Gunther's world, and we are just all living in it, and we need to be okay with that. Uh, the mat is sacred. Gunther is easily my pick here. But I think it's going to be really fun to watch, even though I think feel like this is a, a pretty foregone conclusion. I really don't see Seamus or Drew being the, the guy to beat Gunther, because I think, again, Gunther, I think, has got the point of Roman Reigns with this Intercontinental title run. When you beat him, it should be somebody, it should mean something, and neither Seamus or Drew need that at this point. Um, in fact, I actually think it would hurt Gunther more than it would help either one of them at this point, um, showing that Gunther's not at their level, perhaps. So, Gunther. Yeah, if this was just going to be Gunther McIntyre, I probably would pick McIntyre because I would think it would be a logical move to bring Drew up to that level. Again, it's weird to say bring Drew up to that level because when you think back again just three years ago, he was coming in with the momentum of the Royal Rumble win, and then our world goes to crap with COVID, and then he gets the most – underwhelming world title win ever, even though I think it's still meaningful in the grand scheme of things. And But then a year later, he didn't get his moment. So I digress. I'm interested. I know. 
I know. Well, I don't. I don't know why you've added Sheamus to this match. Um, other than like, I think that Drew and Sheamus make a great team and make great rivals. And I, and I think Sheamus deserves a spot on the card somewhere, so you had to find him a spot. I again, I and I agree with that a hundred percent. I again think like it's almost like the Bobby Lashley thing. Like you could have maybe added Bobby Lashley here somehow, even though he's not on SmackDown, right? It made this a four way. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's Magoother's my pick as well. I, I, I mean, I think he pins or gets the win over Sheamus to leave something with him and McIntyre to come. If they do pin Drew McIntyre, yikes. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. I don't know what what becomes of Drew if if that's the way they go. Tom, you get the first pick in the six woman tag team match. Becky Lynch teams with Trish Stratus and Lita versus Damage Control of Bailey, Dakota Kai. And EO Sky. Coincidentally, uh, this is, I have my notes here, Kai's first main card WrestleMania match. She was in the pre show Battle Royal all the way back at WrestleMania 34, four years ago. Uh, and it's EO Sky's WrestleMania debut as well. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus are, Stratus are my pick. I could easily see see it being damage control, but I feel like damage control already peaked. Not that they're going to go anywhere necessarily, uh, but if and, and and the one reason for Becky and Trish and Lita to lose would be for someone to get hurt to then leave them vulnerable for Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler the next night. I don't think you necessarily need that. So baby faces go over. Um, yeah. I mean, you got two Hall of Famers here, and you got you got a Hall of Famer in making Becky Lynch. You got Bailey, who's a Hall of Famer, on the other hand, and then Eosky and Dakota Kai, who not yet, but could very likely be. So, there's why would you why would you go in the other direction? The only thing that makes me wonder is there's rumors out there around Trish wanting to work heel, and maybe building towards a Trish Becky SummerSlam match, uh, which I think could be really fun. I don't know that you got to start that build at Mania to get it get there at SummerSlam though. So maybe something happens here that kind of there's a little bit of a miscommunication or something early in the match that starts the ball rolling for that down the road. Um, yeah, I don't think it happens here either though. That that like the like Trish turns at Mania. I don't I don't foresee that. Um, she already did that once with uh, Jericho and Christian. Uh, that creepy little bat. Anyways. Um, so I think Becky and her team win as well. Uh, I'm excited that that uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eos Kai have a six-woman tag match um, on this show. I think they've been a, a fun trio. And uh, I, is it bad that it took me until I remembered that I had dropped Lita that I had forgotten that Becky and Lita are the tag champs, not Dakota and Eo? Because um, I kind of thought they were for a minute. Then I was like, no, no, wait, it's Becky and Lita. That's why... Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I don't have a ton to say about this match. I mean, the story's been fine. I think it's time for them to move on from Bailey and Becky, though, and and maybe it is to Trish down the road. But have everybody go off their separate ways. There's lots of female talent that they all can go work with. Um, uh, I don't mean this to sound disrespectful in any any way, but Lita can go back to whatever Lita was doing before she was wrestling because it hasn't she hasn't looked good. Oh, you um, call that wrestling? <laughs> right, right. It just hasn't it hasn't been good. 
And I'm sorry because I used to I used to really be a big fan of Lita, and I still am. I want it to be good, but it, it hasn't been. So stop, stop, please. Um, you can hide her pretty well in a six woman tag though. So um, she can hit a spot or two, you know, get a pop, get a WrestleMania pop, get a WrestleMania payday. Um, but then we see where it goes from there. So Becky and her team, my pick as well. We move on to Hell in a Cell, Edge versus Finn Balor, and they have uh, heavily teased, I don't even know if teased the right word, uh, that this is going to be kind of brood Edge or his devil, as he called him, uh, against some form of the demon, Finn Balor. We have not seen the demon since he lost to Roman Reigns when the top rope broke, and nobody ever explained why in the world that happened. Um, WWE, folks. Uh, at least WWE at that time. I think it's going to be interesting. Okay, so one of the things I'm most interested to see is what does Finn Balor look like as a heel demon? Like, is there more purple involved because of the whole Judgment Day, you know, color scheme? And does he get cheered? Because the demon was, like, over like Rover most of the time when it, then the demon came out. So, and we haven't seen the demon in so long. Um, I have a sneaky hunch here. I forgot to say, in the Rey Mysterio-Dominic match, um, I believe that you negate the Judgment Day on the outside because they'll be around. At least Damian Priest will. I think we'll see Santos um, and maybe the other members of Legato if need be. Um, probably just be Damian Priest out. I'm thinking for that match though because Rhea's going to be busy doing her thing. Finn's got this match. I think we could see Dominic and Damian Priest potentially here. Maybe Ray gets involved. I don't know. Um, but I, I, you go to the Brood. I, Gangrel would be really fun. If Gangrel showed up here, I just, I've been thinking about that. I know he's been working in a lot of different shows. He worked MLW and different things like that would be a fun cameo here at WrestleMania for me. That is not me reporting anything I've seen online. I haven't seen anything. Maybe there are reports out there. I don't want to know about them if there are. Um, in fact, every time I see a story on Facebook or anything that says potential huge spoiler for WrestleMania, I'm scrolling right past it. Um, Cause I kind of want to watch these shows and experience what happens and, and not be spoiled. Um, you know, ahead of time that, oh, this isn't, you know, Gangrel's in town or whatever. Um, I'm trying not to see that stuff if I can. So um, this will be, you know, 40 minutes because it's an Edge WrestleMania match and they got to take forever. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if this opens night two because I could see a Hell in a Cell opening for WrestleMania. You know, that would make some sense. Um, I mean, it's got to be Edge, right? This has just got to end the thing with Judgment Day and we move on. And Edge goes back to semi-retirement, comes back in time probably for SummerSlam for something, and Finn moves on. It's it, it's just got to be Edge. So it's definitely the demon Finn Balor because as we were hitting this match in the background with Raw, there was one of those great promo vignettes with Finn, and there was a lot of cool superimposed graphics where his eyes were blacked out, almost like he was dead. Um, but then there was a lot of uh, imagery of the demon over top, and it was the white and black. Uh, not that that means anything. And then th then they showed the graphic with like the movie scroll, and it was Edge and Finn, and Finn was in full demon regalia of the old demon of red and black and whatnot. I do think if they go that route, that's a mistake because it needs to be Judgment Day uh, on brand, if you will. Uh, yeah, it's Edge all the way here. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be good. I have no problem with it. I mean, let's, let's hope they can do something new in the cell. That's what I'm going to ask for. That would be that would be nice. Yeah, I'm just seeing the promo on Twitter. Sorry. Um, 
So just kind of saw that superimposed stuff that you just said. That was kind of cool. Um, I think we all knew it was coming. So uh, Edge was your pick as well, I heard. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so amazingly, still one difference in all these matches with the picking, uh, which is crazy. We can have like four differences in an eight-match card, uh, but we have like 20-some matches and so far one difference. And uh, still... Six to go. Um, we're, we're either going to show that we really know what we're talking about or that we're clueless. Right, right. And uh, I don't want to make a prediction on that right now. Uh, Tom, you get the first pick. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. And I will just say, I don't know if you caught it earlier because you have Raw on. I saw a GIF as I was, or GIF, or however you pronounce that thing, um, as I was scrolling Twitter. Um, did Seth Rollins murder Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali tonight? Yeah. That's Tom. Oh, my God. Goodness, I just saw the highlight of it. And literally, you were talking earlier, and I apologize. And I went, oh, my gosh. That's because I just saw that stomp. And just, it, like, bloop, right back, right out of my mouth. I was, it wasn't that I was ignoring you. I just, holy stomp from somewhere. That was a, hmm. So you did some research. Can you tell me what's Seth Rollins' record at WrestleMania? I can tell you what Seth Rollins' record at WrestleMania is. Give me one moment here. Uh, his name shows up 62 times in this uh, web page. So let me get back up to the original. He is 6-4 and four at WrestleMania. Okay, that's better than what I thought. I would have easily thought it would have been 4-6. and six. Um, and If I had thrown out a number. I didn't even know there was 10 matches. Um, he seems to... He, he could easily be the new Mr. WrestleMania if they wanted to go that route. And I think he's got a long career ahead of him. I don't think he's anywhere near the end. But when I think of the last few WrestleManias, I do see him as being the guy that is always elevating somebody else. And then Seth does his thing throughout the rest of the year and then just it stays over and doesn't need to work hard to stay over, even though I'm sure he is working hard. He's kind of evergreen for me. And I love the Logan Paul trajectory. Um, I'm wondering when does Logan Paul really, really, really become full-time WWE um, maybe that was the plan at the end of 22 and then the injury happened and that didn't happen. And maybe now this does allow that, but I feel like he's such a diversified talent that he might not ever become full-time. He'll be an attraction kind of like Brock Lesnar is now because of that, because of the way that this feud has gone, that's why I'm picking Seth Rollins, but this could easily be the hardest match to pick across both nights. So coincidentally, I pulled. I went down further on the page, and I have his actual all ten matches. He was six and one until three years ago, and he has lost three straight matches at WrestleMania. Uh, it's Kevin Owens. Yep. And then who who was the year after? WrestleMania thirty seven was Cesaro. Okay, yeah, I remember that match now. I couldn't think of it, but now yeah, I can I see it now. Yep. And then last year, of course, to Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yep. Um, the only match he had lost at WrestleMania was at WrestleMania 30, prior to these last three, was at WrestleMania 31, he lost to Randy Orton, but later that night, he cashed in the money in the bank, um, so, you know, wasn't a bad night for him either, anyways, um, so he has been Mr. WrestleMania um, lately. Um, again, this is one of those, Seth Rollins is going to be there on Monday, Logan Paul's not. I think you can put Logan Paul over somebody big at some point. I don't think it's at WrestleMania this year. I don't think it's Seth Rollins. Would it kill Seth Rollins? No, Seth Rollins is about Teflon. He can just take anything. And, you know, he's uh, honestly one of the most over guys, I think, in the company. 
that it, this doesn't hurt him a whole lot. So I could I see Paul winning it? Sure. I just don't know. I think Seth Rollins is your winner here. And I, I do think it's going to be a really good match. And I think Seth will. Logan has been a lot better in the ring than any of us, I think, could have imagined. And I think Seth is a perfect guy to put him in there with to lead him through um, a big-time match here at WrestleMania. Um, so Seth is going to be uh, my pick as well. Yeah, and, ju- and just without saying, I know we're eight matches in. Of the eight matches that we've already discussed, seven out of the eight, to me, are going to be incredible in ring. Very good to incredible. Right? Which, I, I, it was the only one that be that I would not put in that category is the six woman, uh, the three on three match, which still could be good, which could be really good, yes. But but I think the other seven have incredible potential. I think this has the chance to be one of the best in ring WrestleManias, maybe ever, and that's that's saying something after the last number of years, and that's also saying something because now I have to ask. Who do we think wins, Brock Lesnar versus Omos? I had no idea this match was up. I know. You didn't. I know. I was laughing because you had no idea. And uh, it was the worst setup ever (laughs) for transition into a match. Well, And and the weigh-in, unless it's going to happen later, didn't actually happen. Omos came out in full gear. He weighed in. I don't know what transpired. Lesnar came out in full cowboy. And he didn't even bother to weigh in. He He attacked Omos. So that's where that match is... Like, why even have a weigh-in? Right. Why even, even tease it? There, no, and why have a weigh-in? Because there's not weight classes. And certainly not in the heavyweight division, there's not. I could see if it was the cruiserweight title or the middleweight title in MLW or something like Like, that would make some sense. There And there have been some really creative uh, storylines over the years around that, you know, guys trying to make weight for those belts. Uh, but not the heavyweight title. Anyways, yeah, this is just it's dumb. Dumb. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't care. It'll probably be five minutes of decent just plunder. Um, I'm half expecting them to turn this into an anything goes match because that feels like the only way this is going to get watchable. Um, we're going to get the image of Brock Lesnar hitting the F5 on almost. Uh, that'll be, I guess, a cool WrestleMania moment. You could do that somewhere. It doesn't have to be at WrestleMania. Um, it would be one thing if they had built almost. Uh, almost hasn't had a meaningful match really in like months. And then you put him in against Brock Lesnar building to be this indestructible force who nobody's been able to take down. And then Lesnar's finally the guy who's going to have to try to take him down. That would have been interesting, I guess, but we didn't do that. We just randomly had him show up and ask Brock Lesnar for a match. And Brock was like, cool, we'll do that. Partner. Um, Partner. Giddy up. Uh, right. I'm sorry, there was a yell from upstairs. I was just trying to decide what that was. Um, it was Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah, it might be. Maybe <laughs> she's she watching Raw up there. I don't know. Um, yeah, Brock's winning this match. I mean, literally, there's 13 matches here listed so far for WrestleMania. When we do our pickums for our, our Fantasy Wrestling League, we rank confidence points. This will be my 13, period. You do have to ask, Brock's my pick too, but you do have to ask the question of at one point does WWE go, all right, Brock, it's time for you to start putting guys over. I, so, hope, it, I hope it doesn't start here, to be quite honest, because I don't see much of a future in almost yet, and maybe so, if not ever. What do you think Brock's record is at WrestleMania? I I, I want to say it's probably, oh, man. 
He's been around since WrestleMania 20, even before that, right? So but he, he wasn't active that whole time. Uh, we'll say is he seven and five? Five and six. Okay. Five and six. He has a losing record at WrestleMania. Um, the guy who beat the Undertaker streak has a losing record at WrestleMania. Kind of kind of crazy when you think about that. Um I was going to try to run down to his uh, actual record and and see how he's been lately. He lost to Roman last year. I know that because that right. was part of the part of the uh, twenty four. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to find it without looking through here way too much. Um, but Brock, yeah, five and five and six at WrestleMania. So he's going to get to five hundred on on Saturday or Sunday. If he doesn't, I don't know what in the world we're doing. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he lost uh, to Roman. He lost to Drew the year before. He lost to Seth Rollins the year before that. Um, so, again, five and three prior to the last three years. Interesting that he and Seth both have lost three years running um, at, at Mania. Moving on, Tom, you get the first pick for the Raw Women's title match. Bianca Belair defends against Asuka. Bianca... Um, misses WrestleMania, it feels like, after the last couple of years. Yeah, this is crazy to me. This one is a tough one, I think. You know, Asuka came back at Rumble with a new look and and win, or and, and, and that doesn't win the Rumble, but like builds the momentum to get this shot. Bianca's been a great champion. This seems like the logical time to go ahead and say, all right, Bianca, we're, we're flipping and we're going to give Asuka a run. I don't think you have to do that, though. I think it's okay for Bianca to remain, like, and almost maybe ascend to that Roman Reigns-esque role, right, and keep her in the women's division at that spot. The The other idea is then if that is where this goes, if, and again, maybe not the, the Roman Reigns of the women's division with Bianca, but if you if you have her go over Asuka, where does Asuka go next? What does Asuka do? I don't know. I think the stock is more... Uh, is is better with Bianca. I'm going to go with Bianca to retain. I might be eating my words, but uh, I feel like that's the right move. I feel like they've blown it with this Oscar return. Um, she looks different, but she didn't act in any different. Like, nothing she's doing is any different. Like, I wanted to see a more vicious side to Asuka, and I don't feel like we've necessarily seen that here. Um, yeah, I, I'd have Bianca win at this point. I don't know. Have Bianca go on a little streak here at WrestleMania. Um, I, I think that could be fun. Um, I'm a little surprised she isn't wrestling Charlotte because having wrestled Becky and uh, Sasha, you would think, you know, kind of working her way through the four horsewomen uh, would be make some sense. But, uh, it, you know, originally maybe that was in the plans, but they didn't do it. And so they, they went this way with Asuka. Uh, I think Bianca retains. Yeah, I'm and I'm fairly confident in that because I just don't think they've booked Asuka as well as they should have. Um, I'm big, big fan of Asuka, and I just – on the main roster, they have not figured her out, even with Triple H back or, or now in control. And he was the one in NXT who, you know, booked her as as the undefeated monster. Um, I don't know monster is the right word, but uh, Bianca is my, my pick as well. We move to the SmackDown women's title match potentially the main event of Wrestle of night one. There's been a lot of talk about this 
or the tag title match. I, I for one, think the tag title match should main event night one, um, which is why I put it next instead of here. Uh, the SmackDown Women's title match, though, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I, I, I feel like Charlotte is just kind of there doing her thing, and I don't... Like, she, she came back and won the title so quickly, like, literally that night, and I just feel like they've been trying to get her going, and uh, I, whether they had gotten her going or anything, this is Rhea's time. Rhea wins this title. I don't know if that means the whole Judgment Day moves to SmackDown, or Rhea just goes over there without them, or I'll have to figure that out. Um, but uh, but Rhea wins this title, and the crowd is going to go banana. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is. Um, if there was ever a slam dunk to be had, it's right here. Yeah, this would be my twelve. If I, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, yeah, just and, and and what happens with both in terms of the trajectory where they go next? It would make a whole lot of sense for Rita to win, and maybe like come out with a d- dissolved Judgment Day which may happen based on Ray and Finn and everything else, which kind of leaves Damian Priest up in the air. And then Rhea, Rhea can go and say, and, and people will really get behind her. And then Charlotte easily goes. And that is where we begin the process of Charlotte Bianca towards SummerSlam, maybe. Who knows? Um, but yeah, without a doubt, this is, this is Rhea's time. I'm super excited. Um to see this match, I think it's going to be one of the better matches across both nights. Again, on, on a on a card collectively that we both feel super super high about. Yeah, absolutely. Tom, you get the uh, so again, we're even through WrestleMania thus far, um, and I got to be honest, I don't foresee that changing in the last two matches unless you're going to zig when everything tells you to zag. Uh, but you get the first pick in the unified tag title match, the match that I think should close night one. I think you do too. The Usos defend against the reunited Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, it's got to be KO and Sami Zayn, right? I mean, does the whole bloodline blow up at WrestleMania? It's only poetic justice if it does. Am I wrong? So, yeah, Owens and Sami Zayn, without a doubt. I mean, that, the, 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 there's no other team, I think, right now in the landscape of WWE today, tomorrow, or in the next three or six months that I can see right now that I can forecast outside of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn that would justifiably deserve to unseat the Usos. And that's why they win. And then, it, and it's wonderful storytelling. Oh, it is. And, yeah, at some point I, I kind of expect Kevin Owens to go heel. Um, and turn on Sammy and all of that, but hey, easy, easy. Why are you trying to go back to RK Bro time, dude? Chill. <laughs> At some point, this is not that point. This is WrestleMania is not that point. Although, man, that'd be a story, huh? Kevin Owens turns on Sammy Zayn and you know says, "I never loved you," you know, as my brother or whatever. I don't know. Um, I just sound like Hulk Hogan there for a minute, brother. Um, I mean, it's got to be KO and Sammy. That's that's where the story's been going for like a year, right? I mean, I know it's not been a year yet, but I mean, this is it. Like, again, like you said, the Usos, where did they go? If who? Rob Strowman and Ricochet? No, come on. Don't be silly. Um, yeah, it's got to be Owens and Sammy. And again, put it on last. Let that be the end of night one. The crowd goes home happy. They go crazy. They go home happy with Rhea, too. Don't get me wrong. But this 
this is the storyline in WWE. It's one of the better storylines they've done ever, probably, in WWE. It's been beautiful to watch. It's been fun to watch. You know, the Usos got the upper hand on Friday night. Now we'll see what happens if they do anything with them tonight. And and then you get to Saturday night, and finally, you know, Owens and Zayn win the titles together. WrestleMania, the main event, Owens would be two years in a row in a main event at WrestleMania, which is pretty pretty darn cool for those of us that have been Kevin Owens fans and Kevin Steen fans for a really long time, like you and I. Um, Sammy deserves a WrestleMania main event after the work he has done this year. 100% he deserves that. Um, so, yeah, this is just beautiful, beautiful stuff, um, and it's got to be KO and Sami Zayn. And then we move on to the main event of WrestleMania, the universe, undisputed universal title match. Roman Reigns defends against Cody Rhodes, the winner of the Royal Rumble. Um, I mean, you and I have talked on this show for many, many months and even over a year, almost two years now. When somebody beats Roman Reigns, it needs to mean something. We said last year, Brock shouldn't be that guy. Brock wasn't that guy. They had Roman go over. Um, there are only two guys on this planet right now that I feel like should be that guy. One of them would be Sami Zayn. There would be a lot of story to be told there. As much as I like Kevin Owens, and I want him to be back in the title picture, and he will eventually be there. Right now, he's not that guy. Cody Rhodes is the other guy. Um, I have loved the promos that those two. Cody has been on fire on the mic. He's been on fire in the ring. Roman's been on fire. Uh, Roman's shot about, you know, you didn't want to do the Stardust thing, so you ran away. Then you went and started a company. Couldn't get over in that one, so you ran away. Then you came back here, and you actually got over. But you're going to lose, and you're going to run away. Like, shots fired. Um, but I love that Cody on, after that, uh, at the, in that same promo on Friday night, stood up and put his foot down and said, if I hear one more thing about my father, because, of course, they talked about Dusty again, I'm going to be sick. Like, this isn't about my father. This is about me completing my destiny. I just, Cody Rhodes has been awesome since his return uh, from his injury. Uh, I, in some ways, I almost think the injury might have been, I don't want to say the best thing to happen to him because that just sounds stupid. But, man, I don't know. If we had all those months with Cody Rhodes, would this be as hot um, as it is right now? I, I don't know. It's hard to say. But him being gone, coming back, and the way they've built him and the way he has delivered every single time out, Cody's that, Cody's that dude right now. And Cody, now I don't know what happens moving forward. Is it more about the chase for Cody and not the rain? I'm not sure. Um, I think that's going to be really easy. Really easy. How about interesting? We'll use the word interesting, not easy. Um, for us to talk about and for WWE to flesh out as they move forward. But if they do anything on Sunday night other than Cody Rhodes ending the night, winning the title from Roman, clean in the middle of the ring. I don't want to see a, you know, if there's interference, as long as it doesn't directly lead to the, the finish, I'm okay. You know, I think there's going to be some gaga. But I want to see Cody Rhodes, you know, crossroads, one, two, three, middle of the ring. Cody's your new world champ. Yeah, I, I think that's the way it has to go, too. In the same space, you know, like, Roman has been such a stalwart and has been such an MVP for so long. It's going to be sad when it comes to an end. And 
and, and could you only imagine like how much people would be like blown away if if they don't flip the title here to Cody? I mean, I, I don't think it would be a riot, but like, but again, but then the question goes, well, then, then what, then when, right? Like, and again, we, we, we don't know what we don't know. So it's a lot of just like forecasting and projecting of all these other things. I also said too, I thought, Hey, no matter what happens at mania, you know, we're getting a Puerto Rico street fight at backlash with the bloodline versus Cody, Sammy and Kevin. And maybe we still do, but I also in the same space, want Cody to get the definitive win here, just like you laid out. And I want Roman Reigns to go and be out of the picture for six to nine months. That dude deserves a vacation and a half for carrying the WWE on his back through all of the pandemic time, through all of the post-pandemic time, getting us to this point where we transition to to a new champion. And then the question and the hard work for Cody Rhodes really will come to the table. And I think you laid out really well that Gunther seems like a wonderful challenger and possibly got to unseat Cody maybe as early as SummerSlam uh, or shortly thereafter, because I do think this is the story. But, but if there's someone that can make being a babyface champion work and make people care, I think it's Cody. I think, I think there's... Few, very few people that could do that better than he once he wins the title. So, yeah, I, Cody's my pick as well. I do think that it's kind of been this whole process. I am grateful that he got injured. I know that sounds weird to say because if he had not gotten injured, you know, from July to to December of last year, what would he have done? Who would he have, I don't want to say burned through, but what type of feuds would he have? What type of content would he have done that would have eaten up what will now will get the chance to experience after this. He be, his story became better because of the injury. It really did. It really did. And like you said, not that either one of us are like, woohoo, he tore his back. Um, but man, it, it's on fire right now. Um, is it bad that I'm wondering if I should drop Roman Reigns in the fantasy wrestling league? There's a thought. Because if Roman goes away for three to six months, then all I'm doing is taking title loss points and then nothing for the rest of our... Uh, it's something to think about. It. Probably won't happen. Let's be honest. I'm not that gutsy. Um, but yeah, it's a thought. Anybody want to trade for Roman Reigns? Hit a boy up. Hit your boy up. Um, but you don't want to trade for him for Sunday night because you all know he's losing the belt. Um, so, well, there it is. 27 matches. One difference so either tom you we have, two, we have two two differences two differences what did yes. i yeah so we have the ring of honor tag title match and then we have the showcase men's title or oh, showcase that's right men's that's match. right too. that's right yeah. i apologize earlier i said we were chalk on and i forgot about the profits and the viking Raiders. so either tom goes up three um i take a one match lead or we just sit right where we're at with tom with a one match lead so um, kind of amazing, only two differences out of 27 matches, but maybe not so either. Um, there is a ton of good wrestling this weekend, whether it is the four shows that we have previewed over the last two episodes, whether it's GCW's The Collective, whether it's the WrestleCon Super Show, whether it's the other shows happening at WrestleCon, the Impact Multiverse Show, the Prestige Show, the Tokyo Joshi Show. Uh, I'm forgetting a bunch of stuff that's happening over WrestleMania weekend, I'm sure. Um, Holy smokes, there's a lot of good stuff. 
I plan on watching, I think right now I'm planning on, if all goes well, about seven shows over three days. Um, we'll see by the end. Uh, am I still awake and invested in Cody and, and Roman? That's the only bad part, right? Is by the end of that, where are you at? Um, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, and somewhere in there, probably try to watch Rampage too. Whatever they throw on Rampage Friday night, which... Uh, interestingly, the Ring of Honor show starts at 6 o'clock my time, which I think means they're trying to get it done roughly before Rampage airs, but maybe not. We'll see how. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to compete with your ratings on the network. Compete right? with your own self, right? It's it's They did it last year. Guess they're doing it again. Whatever wrestling you watch this weekend, or if you don't watch any wrestling, you watch the Final Four and men's basketball, or you watch other stuff, um, enjoy yourself. Thanks for hanging out with us for uh, what amounted to about two one-hour shows looking at uh, 27 different matches coming up this weekend um, and other stuff that we don't know will happen that we'll be excited about. Uh, for those, again, who are with us every week, we really appreciate it. If you get a chance, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Click the notification bell um, so you know what it is. It really does help us um, in the algorithms of the different podcast apps and YouTube. Um, so feel free to do that. If you uh, like to schedule your timer on the two-spot monkeys... I don't know. Um, again, we've talked about it before. April 7th would be the next time we normally would record. We're not going to be able to that day. Uh, so April 14th, early morning, should be the next uh, live Two-Spot Monkeys, uh, who will not be going Hollywood anymore at that point, but we will just be Two-Spot Monkeys live again. And I think we will have a whole lot to talk about between WrestleMania, Ring of Honor, NXT, whatever AEW does over the next few weeks. Um does Jay White show up anywhere over the next few weeks? That seems to be a big question. It's quite a time to be a wrestling fan, Tom. It is. It's going to be really exciting. I'm really looking forward to a lot uh, coming up, everything that we've previewed and more. I don't know where I'm going to find the time, but that's part of the fun of it. And, yeah, we're I, we may, I don't know if we're going to, like, I don't, I don't know what we'll discuss on the 14th, but I can't wait until we're back, and we have a whole lot to cover um, and we have the benefit too of having the chance to have all of the fallout and then some, so right. um, that'll be cool. So, everybody, enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, as Ian Riccoboni says, happy wrestling, everybody. I love that as a sign off, and I'm not stealing it, but I just want to throw it out there for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, everybody, have a great time. We'll talk to you again, middle of April. Take care, everybody. <laughs>